Jesus. Yep. Why do we always do an hour 45? <laughs> we hit 100. Use your boo-boo doo-doo. Use your boo. Hey everyone, welcome once again to another great episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast. You have your host Xavier, next to me is going to be the one and only Danny. How's it going? You got Zach over in the corner. What's up guys? And then over to my left, if you're on video, you're going to have uh, the immutable, imitatable Anthony. Im- immutable? Yeah. <laughs> How's it do's it? How's it do's it? There you go. Words are hard. Now, welcome everybody, and also a quick shout out to uh, Penthouse Media for the banger of an opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me where we got a lot of old Super NES vibes in there, so I hope you guys like that too. Uh, pretty wild and fun week, kind of chill, but a few big movie releases that are out limited, as well as general wide releases. Like I know, obviously, we got Morbius. I think everywhere, everything everywhere at once had a limited release uh, a little just a couple days ago, uh, but I know we all got to see a little bit of uh, things here. Zach, what did you get to see this weekend? Um, so a couple of things. Uh, the first one would be Moon Knight, but you know we're gonna get into that a little bit oh, later. Oh yeah, yeah, we got a little section for that. And then the only other thing was Morbius, which again we'll get into later. Oh, we will. That we, we have opinions. Get into it now. Yes. <laughs> we definitely have opinions. Uh but Danny, what about you? Uh well I saw a couple movies this week other than Morbius, uh, with all of you guys actually. But I got to catch up on the Fantastic Beast movies. Nice. Uh, I got one to and see two. one and two again. Okay. Uh actually like the second one a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, than was I it easier to, to it was see. easier to, to watch. Yeah, like visually, like to see because I remember really seeing dim? it. I remember seeing it at theater, and it was there were lots of scenes that were just really hard to actually see what was going on. Where did yeah, we watch I, that? I saw we, it, we saw it together. Like, yeah, I don't, remember. I don't know if it, it was, was like just really a dark. Screen like was it like a Dolby in there? Like no, a, we probably saw that at uh, Kendall Village. I, okay, well, probably yeah. I would imagine because I do remember a lot of dimly lit Johnny Depp saying a lot of things mm-hmm. and random people caught fire. I, remember that that whole scene yeah i don't remember anything from it the first time i saw it at the theater so uh the second time actually helped nice nice uh, all right I, I, I'll watch it. I got to see a classic movie uh that classic. i've never seen classic. before uh rush hour what oh i have seen I the third old. one i feel old <laughs> classic classic i have like seen the, the third 90s. one but uh, I saw Rush Hour. So you've seen one, one and three. So he, now he's seen one and three, but l- oh. let's get the record straight. He saw three first. <clears throat> I, that's borderline well, outrageous, but I'm glad you rectified that by watching. I am one. you. Three is always on TV or because it's yes. that bad. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but it's just um, it feels stale. Like I feel like it's. I know both actors went and did some other stuff later on, but man, yeah. I'm glad you saw one. Um, I like to one kind of do like, you like do you like one better than than three? Yeah, 
Okay, good. Yeah, one was one was great. For let the record state, he likes one better than three, <laughs> which is good because one is awesome. I mean, Zach's even seen one, right? Well, I saw. Well, I saw the third one first, you know, <laughs> years ago. On? But I did watch this? two and three. Okay, I did so watch two and three eventually on HBO Max. Okay, so, so you ha- you haven't seen one? No, I have. Seen oh, yeah, all he's of seen. Them. I've seen all, all he's of seen them all. So okay. out of he order. just saw three yeah. first. Three, one, two. For once, yeah. Danny was the odd man <laughs> exactly. out until now. Yep. Uh, yeah, Zach. We won't say spoilers, but. Between one and two, which one do you like better? Ah, oh, God. I mean, if I can try to remember, I, I feel like two stood out more. Yes. So that's I the think right two answer. would have to be my favorite. Well, I'm one. excited to watch two now. Nice. Yeah. We got to get Danny on two. <laughs> I, think, I think it has a lot of great funny moments like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like Chris Tucker singing at the beginning of the film. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, do part two. Like that. It's funny because he sings my favorite Michael Jackson <clears throat> song. Part, part two was on rotation at my high school as one of the two movies that I watched like I think around 50 times <laughs> in like the four years I was there I'm pretty it sure was, it was on a rotation like on TBS and like TNT like forever yeah I, I didn't need to I didn't need to watch on TV yeah I could just, just watch that video. <laughs> it's like okay here comes Rashad anytime there was uh testings and or substitute teachers oh there's a movie it's either remember the Titans <laughs> or rush hour two so I've seen both movie. of those movies tons of times Dude, remember the Titans is also a class. That's like a that's like top tier sports movie. Strong right. side, left side, strong side, left side. <laughs> ah, that's, uh, that's so oh, I love that movie. Uh, I'm yeah, Rush Hour. Like like you got to see again. That's one of those instances where you know Jackie Jackie Chan brings in his own flavor to what would normally be like an American or Hollywood style buddy cop movie. Yeah. So seeing obviously you're familiar with three, but seeing the original and how that all came in together. I think is really cool and then you got to see some of the most like iconic lines the whole like uh you know 50 million dollars who do you think you got chelsea clinton <laughs> yeah and uh i, I like Chun Tao. they did the whole blooper reel thing at the end of the credits yeah that's like i feel like they used to do that all the time yeah well and, jackie chan does that in all his movies yeah so. yeah like if you watch rumble in the bronx police story like he has like all the goofs and the oh snap i just twisted my ankle <laughs> or i bashed my shoulder and I'm going to the hospital, but I'll be okay in like a week. And just to show you that the fight sequences are very intricate, but they're also very character driven, if that makes any sense. Because depending on the character, they'll either use their own style with a little bit of the environment, a little bit of slapstick here and there, and then they'll ramp up the stakes. You know, like definitely uh, Anthony mentioned a few episodes back, the um, Legend of Drunken Master has that in spades. That's right, yeah. So good, so good. Still got to see that one. Yeah, movie yeah. night. We got a we got an action, <laughs> uh, you know, a school of old school action movies that we got to watch. You got that. You got Bloodsport, dude. Bloodsport's one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, Rush Hour. Did you watch it on any like platform in particular? I saw it on HBO Max. Cool. Uh, they have all three on HBO Max right now. Excellent, excellent. They also have randomly. I saw. Um, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I think that Ooh, just came up on this month. It's a good one. That's a that's a fun one. I like that one a lot. Like I might have to just rewatch it again. But uh, it's funny because I talking about what we watched over the weekend. I finally caught up on Severance. That's on Apple TV Plus, and that's also directed by Ben Stiller, and oh, it's well. also star has Adam Scott in it. So I, I finally remembered. Like oh snap, they he has directed Adam Scott before. And now he's doing this in a more serious kind of sci-fi thriller environment, uh, which, by the way, if you haven't watched, 
I definitely highly recommend to watch it. That's one of those new like mystery thriller type shows where you kind of uncover more and more layers of what's going on, but it's really carried by strong acting from everywhere from John Turturro to Adam Scott, Christopher Walken, uh, Patricia Arquette is insane in this show. And the rest of the supporting cast, they just do their parts so well that just there's always this level of just creepiness to it that you just know what's going on in this company underlying. It's really, really cool to watch. I, I definitely can't rececommend it enough. Sounds like a good cast though. Oh, it's a uh, it's pretty top tier. I don't know. I guess because of the clout, like they just decided, hey, let's bring in a whole bunch of good people. Like Adam Scott obviously is good, and so it's good to see him in a more dramatic turn. But then you roll up with people like John Turturro, Patricia Arquette, Christopher Walken. And then you have a couple more actors that aren't as known. And the like the girl who plays uh, Heli R and the man, the guy who plays Dylan, he is um, funny enough. He's also the guy in Shang-Chi where he's like, oh, we're going to rate this fight. Oh. I have a lot of fight experience <laughs> yeah. uh, doing random backflip like, guy yeah right. he's just like do a backflip yeah and he's also in Spider-Man Homecoming go hey Spider-Man yeah do a flip and he just he does the flip he's like yeah like that's like the most like earnest thing I've seen I love one of the things I love a lot from Homecoming was just the fact that he's like yeah I'll do a flip for you buddy and the guy just like wigs out because he listened to me he did a flip we need more of that guy in the MCU oh for sure <laughs> yeah like that's his name Zach Cherry uh, he needs to just randomly show up in other MCU things yeah. just to like have like a recurring <laughs> joke, like almost like Stanley levels, but just with doing other random stuff. Um, and then the girl who plays Helly is Britt Lauer. Like she's really good, really, really, really good in this. So um, I saw that. I also caught up on it's on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. That's right. Uh, I also was watching. I had a couple episodes DVR'd, so I was watching Young Rock. That's on NBC. That's a lot of fun because I grew up watching a lot of wrestling and a lot of his stories as a younger kid involved that because his family was all around that industry in different territories. So I would see one episode like, oh, that's that guy from, you know, that's in WWE. That's, you know, there's Andre the Giant. The guy who plays Macho Man is like almost spot on like Macho Man. Um, cool. They had a guy playing even like Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler and a couple other people from other promotions. Really, really, really cool. And at the same time, like you have... A sort of like it's set sort of in the like a couple years in the future uh it's like a you know fictional presidential run for dwayne johnson and so this whole time he's being uh interviewed <laughs> it's funny it's not, he's, it's not fictional yeah it's maybe <laughs> it's not gonna, fictional. it's gonna happen it, but uh he's being interviewed by randall park as randall park <laughs> so um it's it, it, it's so like it's this weird little like kind of meta referential kind of thing going on but uh everybody they have as the cast is, is really great like they're just they're awesome so it's got good heart too and it's legitimately funny so um that and also with the guys i saw morbius so a little bit of here juggling more on the tv side but i've got a couple things on my backlog that i'll watch or maybe just rewatch for comfort i think i mentioned blood sport that's always a fun watch and um i gotta find for these young kids over here uh <laughs> where I can get the raid so we can get them acclimated on some uh, hot, awesome action with fisticuffs and other knee cuffs and all them, all the limbs and elbows. 
knees and toes. <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, it's on HBO Max. What? The raid? Oh, the, well, the raid redemption. That's sorry. the first That's one. The first one. Oh, okay, oh it's then. time. <laughs> Yeah, All, right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm calling it right now. Next episode, we're getting these kids' reaction on the raid. I'm not even kidding. These kids. These kids. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go to there. All right. Anthony, close it up. What do you All got? Right. Along with you guys, I caught up with Severance. I watched Morbius, Moon Knight, and then I watched The Bubble the other day, which nice. is a new Netflix movie. Came, Came out, out April 1st, yeah. April, April Fool's. <laughs> pretty uh on the nose because oh it's a jokey movie or it's supposed to be funny but which is weird because it's a judd apatow movie and it wasn't that funny was it more dramatic or is it just no, the jokes and it's didn't just land? not just it's just not very funny <laughs> it's it's very strange because it, it doesn't look like his other movies it doesn't know, it just doesn't feel like it he has some some of the same actors his wife is in Obviously, it his, it his daughter's in it oh yeah but yeah, it has, it has a good cast. Keegan Michael Key is in it. Pedro Pascal's in it. Karen Gillan. Uh, she's Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy, if you don't know. Ruby Roundhouse from mm-hmm. Jumanji, yep. also featuring yep. The Rock. Is that That's the theme? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, The, the Rock just, is always the theme. Everything featuring He's in everything. Dude, That's one thing I will say is that guy, Like, if I ever met him, I just want to know what he's being fueled by. And I don't... I like how he just... <clears throat> keeps that drive because it's apparently all about drive and all about power <laughs> like but seriously like i i was just commenting earlier i was waiting like, for that joke thank you uh, that thank was, you thank you great. i'll be here all that was funnier than the bubble <laughs> Damn, um i would like really would want to know just like that guy just hustles man like he has so many projects either spinning like he'd have to he's probably like filming his little bits on Young Rock while like, okay, now I got to go to this other studio and film Black Adam. And at the other time, we're Still? doing this other thing. Like, no, I, I mean, it's, it's, I it's, it's, done. Done. it's done already. <laughs> been doing but, it for 10 years. But while he's doing these other appearances and these other shows and these other movies, it's nuts. Like, there's, and I having think, time to work out. Yeah, and having time. <laughs> no, he does that at four in the morning. So. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. I don't, like, the earliest I'll wake up to work out is like at 7 a.m. I'm just, I'm like, call me lazy, but I don't know, man. Like I won't. I need the sleep. Like the sleep is good for your recovery style. Like you need it. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of disappointing to hear. I kind of wished. I kind of thought it'd be funnier. There was there were some funny moments, but nothing really laugh out loud like you usually get from his movies. <clears throat> Forty Year Old Virgin for me is an instant classic, and oh that movie God. has tons of laugh out loud moments. It really does. Uh, do you oh. like to do it yourself? Even this is forty, which is. One of his not-as-funny movies, I still found it funnier than The Bubble. And supposedly they're making a, this is 50, 50. so that'll be, that'll be interesting. And then Paul Rudd just looks the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> This is 50, he looks, he still looks like he's 25. Oh, man. So it's funny because we're on a podcast, but I'll shamelessly plug uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paul Rudd yes. has a, has a <laughs> running joke. Yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. But Paul Rudd has a running joke where every time he appears on uh, a Con- the Conan O'Brien show or if he does a, 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 an appearance on anything he does, he always finds to wait, a way to work in this one scene from this really awful like <laughs> E.T. knockoff called Mac and Me. And it just look up Paul Rudd, Mac and Me, and you'll have like a 13-minute yeah, super cut. You'll probably see a compilation of all the times that he's done it. 
on Conan O'Brien's show. It's a testament to Paul Rudd's acting ability where even on a podcast, he's saying, oh, you know, we did this podcast short story and it's a really cool kind of like thriller crime drama. And he's describing everything going in to setting up this bit. He's completely bought in talking about these people's performances and vocal stuff and the story, how engaging it is and how thrilling it is and how many episodes going through. And, you know, it's, it's a concise story, but it's so thrilling and engaging and they hit play and it's just the audio file from that damn clip. <laughs> and then Conan's like, what are you doing? Like completely he caught switched mediums and he's still getting him. With he's st- <laughs> exactly. He's like, this is the podcast. Who's going to know that? He's like, Oh, don't know. Like it's so good. No, no, it's the scene with the the kid with in the, the wheelchair, wheelchair. <laughs> the falling down a mountain, <laughs> and then Mac just going, All right. like I don't even know. Like it's why is he? Like you guys gotta watch it. Just it's so dumb, but it's amazing. Oh man! Um, but hopefully, like this is fifty. Can <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, try to capture a bit of that magic. Yeah, but the uh, yeah the bubble is what it sounds like. It's a movie about. Uh, people trying to make a movie during the pandemic. And so a lot of the beginning of the movie is, oh, pandemic jokes for like the first 20 or 30 minutes. And then and then it's still there throughout the movie, but it's just like, all right, I get it. Yeah, oh, we're masks. Okay, we got a <laughs> social distance. And yeah, oh, we all have to quarantine for two weeks. So it's like, we all just went through that. And it's like, it's not even that funny. So it's like on paper, it might have been semi-funny but it, yeah it just wasn't very funny there were some moments i i laughed a little bit at but nothing nowhere near as much as his older movies so yeah it was pretty disappointing yeah i think it's like indicative of trying to figure out how people made movies or at least to give an idea of how people m- make movies during this day and age of you know there's still covid going around but i think some other mediums i think have done what I would feel feels kind of like the smart move. I think right now it's a little like too soon to really harp on it. And if you're trying to tell a story in, you know, a setting world universe, whatever that doesn't have a raging pandemic going on, I think that's does the initial thing of, Hey, let's here's my medium for escapism. Like, that's cool. Like, why not? Um, obviously you can have other real world issues that'll go through. And that's what, you know, film is as an art to be able to do all that. But uh, yeah, I think like with the the uh, trying to just be really, really, really jokey about it at a certain point, it's like, okay, I think we already made those jokes. So just putting it up again and again, uh, I, I get can see that it can be a little, you know, too on the nose or, you know, yep. you know beating a dead horse by it. All right, we this get is, it. This is very weird because the cast is stacked. David Duchovny's in it. What? Yeah. Uh, Peter <laughs> Serafinowicz is in it. Uh, <laughs> That's Danny's boy. Did I say Pedro Pascal? You yeah. said okay, Pedro Pascal. That's my boy. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. Like, so you see, oh, I know them. I know them. Oh, it might be good. Strong. It's, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, a lot of it. I get Fred, Arm- Fred Armisen. <laughs> oh, man. See? Miscozy. That's uh, Deborah that 5000. Eurotrip is better. Eurotrip is better. Mm-hmm. But he, he didn't direct that. But still, no, but he's in it. He's in it. And it's still better. <laughs> I mean, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty still, still doesn't, doesn't know. know. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't know. It's crazy. But yeah, so I don't really recommend the bubble. I mean, you can still watch it if you want, but I don't recommend it. It's not a, not one of his best outings. Fair enough. All right. Interesting. Okay. 
with that being said, uh, because of new new stuff going through, uh, let's lead it into some quick news. If you guys haven't, you know, read in your trades or checked your uh, social media uh, blogs, that's what we're here for. And Danny's going to take that away. All right. So I got three bits of news this week, although there is a lot of news in general. Damn, there's a whole lot. Yeah, you're right. First, we'll start it off with something not so exciting, but just to bring it up. Uh, we got Bruce Willis announcing he's retiring along with maybe Jim Carrey. You know, uh, but Bruce Willis is more on a health issue. But yeah, it's still a shame. Sucks overall, that's a shame. I mean, it's I, I get it, and definitely even to where people that aren't like us or any viewers or listeners that are into movies, really into it, that they know Bruce Willis, like they know him from his yep. classics. They know him from you know. Obviously, your diehards, your Armageddon's, your diehard fans. Yeah, they're diehard, <laughs> diehard fans. You know, your 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 Fifth Elements. I mean, Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies of all time, and you know, obviously for health reasons, it makes total sense. Like, yeah. I you know, you um, normally what scares me is that he's retiring because it's uh, onset of aphasia, which like means it's understanding of uh, cognition of words. And being able to speak and understand words is a little off. A lot of that happens from a stroke, believe it or not. So that's why that got me a little like a, a concern. Like, oh no, like that's really in it. So him to you know step away, I think that's good for him because makes sense. Yeah, for some people want to think, hey, protect the legacy. Like I know Zach's seen a couple of his movies, right? He's a young kid, but I know he's seen some <laughs> of his stuff. Not Die Hard. You haven't seen that? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I've only seen one Die Hard. And that was the, the fourth one with Justin Long. <laughs> oh. And it was... <laughs> that that was not bad. Hard. Out of the newer ones, that's well, probably the better one. That's the Justin it, Long and Liz, Mary Elizabeth Winstead one, yeah. right? That one's, that that one's for Die Hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. They Live made one after hard. that that wasn't very good. No. Yeah, that was the only one that I actually Because Hollywood watched. still wanted Jai Courtney to be a thing. I just... I got nothing against Jack Boomerang Courtney. Man. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's Captain Boomerang. Oh, he's yeah. cool. I don't know why I said Boomerang. Because we were just talking, <laughs> talking about, about Mega Man X. <laughs> Mega Man. Talking about Boomer yeah, Kuanger. Yeah, we talking about Mega Man. If they, if they ever bring up a, a cartoon series or a cartoon movie, animated movie of Mega Man X, Jack Courtney, Boomer Kuanger. <laughs> I already made the casting. Talk to me, Capcom. You're not doing anything with that IP anyway. Come on. But... So you've seen Live Free or Die Hard. That one's not bad. Wasn't yeah. Timothy Oliphant the bad guy? Yeah. All right. It, it's been <laughs> over week? a decade Maggie since Q? I've seen that movie, so I can't even tell you who was in it aside from <clears throat> Bruce Willis himself. And then aside from uh, aside from Die Hard, the only other thing that I remember seeing him in was Friends. That's it. Oh, oh that one random episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the was, Friends fans was are like, one? Wow! where he was dating Rachel for <clears throat> a little bit. <laughs> that was it. All the all the Friends watchers are like, "Ooh, Zach's my boy." <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, friends. I love friends. I, sure. It's a good show. <laughs> I mean, Seinfeld's on on Netflix now, so everybody should just be watching Seinfeld. You know, I I I can't get into Seinfeld. I've tried watching it, but I I I can't get into it. Uh, I was just going to start Larry, from the beginning. I was going to do a Larry David reference, but I was like, uh, I don't think so. Which isn't deep a Larry David reference. Whatever. <laughs> I hate you guys. Uh yeah, okay. no, legitimately okay. like Okay. okay. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do the stare. Just the the stupid lying freaking music. Uh but you gotta watch Curb. Like if you think oh, you wanna watch funny stuff, yeah. you should watch Curb. Well if he doesn't like Seinfeld, he's probably not gonna like that. No, I think he'll appreciate Curb. The thing is the the older episodes of Curb are like shot in the weird 
early 2000s CRT TV format. Like, oh, only like flat panel TV started to come up, but still like the resolution's kind of low, but the humor's really good. It's great setup, you know, follow uh, punchline, follow through, callback punchline, and uh, end with awkward situation for Larry David and they roll the music and it's it's awesome like that's just the formula I just gave you for every episode and even every season every season has like a recurring theme that has its own recurring jokes but that's wild that the two things you know Bruce Willis for are <laughs> obviously the Die Hard series and then Friends oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't even know he was on Friends it was there like a lot one of, or two episodes yeah I think just one <laughs> Yeah, they put a lot of random people and friends. I forgot. Uh, Yeah, they have Billy Crystal and Robin Williams for like 30 seconds, a minute. Nice. Of of a cold opening. That was it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's what happens when you were one of the top shows in the 90s. Like you just kind of get away with anything. Yeah. Practically, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, That's, uh, I think it's better this way instead of him trying to just they have to work around that and you know have to bring that up as a thing and as we saw from last year there was just all these random movies that he was in uh that were just you know their own level of not great so I, i'm glad to see that okay you know what like let's let's tone it back sit back and watch him you know he was even in expendables we talked about it the uh, other time before. oh yeah that too that's another so see, he, you're okay with yeah <laughs> redemption. He saw Expendables, but you're like, why is he in this movie? <laughs> well, yeah, what, what, like, what? Who is this guy? <laughs> why is this random bald guy? Did he do action? All these other guys are action. Like I know Terry Crews, <laughs> <laughs> the, old, the old Spice guy. Power, dude! I love those commercials. By the way, like directed by Tim and Eric, uh, from like the Tim and Eric stuff. Like, dude. This, all, how, all of them? I believe all that of ma- them. That makes like, sense. I yeah, because they're, they're bonkers, and I love how stupid and ridiculous they are. Um, but yeah, going back to it, the Expendables, that's good. You've seen that. Uh, would you say, Danny, that you have any particular favorite of his? Probably Die Hard, the first one. The first one? Okay. Yeah. You don't like two or three? Three's really good. Three's really good. I haven't seen three. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> yep. No, that's fine. Um, but Pulp I'm Fiction. pretty yeah. Pulp what? Fiction, Pulp Fiction. That's a good one True. that he's in. Um, I've still go on record. Fifth Element is my favorite thing he's in. Uh, just the yeah, way, you always... like that movie, like shouldn't work, especially with someone as high up as Bruce Willis. But he just rolls with it, and like the my favorite my favorite scene. I don't know if I, I, that others going through has not seen it, but is this part where somebody like tries to prank him it's not really a prank but they try to mug him at his front door like and he like they just trick him into it being like a, a camera sensor and he opens the door and it's this random guy with this stupid hat that's looks like the hallway and he grabs the gun and he's just like give me the cash <laughs> and like that whole bit is amazing because i'm pretty sure they just like luke Besson's like just let that shit rock like just just let it rock and um he pretty sure he breaks and like he he just corpses out and starts laughing and uh they just they just let it it's still in there because just how ridiculous that whole scene is uh i love it like that movie's great it's great supporting cast um just really goofy like cult sci-fi but obviously like die hard with a vengeance is like 
that it's like tied with part one as like one of my favorites just because again like you have an awesome villain in jeremy irons it's almost like a buddy cop movie with uh sam jackson and it's just half the movie is just sam jackson uh yelling out mclean like just (laughs) like all this crazy stuff going on and he just keeps yelling he's always yelling he's in for the ride like he's sort of like the straight man to bruce willis's wild you know flying by the seat of my pants john mcclain style of police cop action so and it's really cool and i think the plot was really cool i think it was kind of cooler like the the main villain's plan i think was a cooler thing than even part one and part one is like oh we're gonna rob bonds in on christmas eve at a you know nakatomi tower but part threes is a little bit more complicated but it's like a cool complicated, but it's not like as ridiculous as like an oceans movie, but they set it up and you see like, Oh, that's the master plan of it. And it's really cool. And Jeremy Irons really helps sell it. It's just so damn good. Um, but Anthony, anything that you, you share? I mean, remember you guys said a lot. I I just like, he had a really good career. It's sad that this is what happened as it's happening to him. And now it makes more sense that he was probably doing all those (laughs) A little straight to streaming slash DVD movies, probably getting Redbox movies. a good yeah. good amount of money for each of them. He probably got like a million bucks to just, hey, I'll be in this movie for ten minutes and you can put me on the cover. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. It sucks that I, I I read some reports that there on some of these movies that he had he had people like in an earpiece helping him like to remember his lines because he couldn't oh, remember. Man. Yeah, that's so rough. It's like uh, that's rough. Yeah, and at that point, yeah, it's probably just better yes. off. You also have Cop Out. <laughs> oh, man. Not one of his good ones, but... Uh, <laughs> well, there's a moonlighting. lot of... Moonlighting. Moonlighting is really good. Really yeah, good. that was like where he really picked up. And um, um, Glass. Oh, this yeah. And Unbreakable. The Sixth Sense. How do we How do we forget The Sixth Sense? How did we forget The Sixth Sense? What's wrong with us? <laughs> one of the greats. Have you seen The Sixth Sense? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at do you, but do you know anything do about you, it? All I know no, is that no. it has uh, Haley Joel Osment, and uh-huh. he says you mean the Sora from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what does he do? I got him. He says that he sees dead people. Okay, that's in the trailer, <laughs> but that's all you know. That's all I know. Okay, oh, we should great. watch that. That's all I know. It's good. That's, that's like that's, that's awesome. an M Night Shyamalan movie, right? That's yeah. His, yeah like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> no, that's his first like four, maybe five movies. We're actually we're actually good. good from what I and heard, then. Yeah. It kind of just and then the they happening. Took a turn. We something <laughs> happened called the happening. Dude, the happening. Oh my god. Oh my god. The happening. Yeah. Like I don't know. With Mark Wahlberg. Oh my goodness, dude. The happening is just is a movie. That's all I'll say is the happening is a movie. The Last Airbender is yes. definitely a god. dumpster fire of a movie. Yes. But um, his first six of work, six Unbreakable, cents. Signs, and The Village. The I village. like The Village. I, I those do too. Four, yeah. Those four are good. And then once you get after that, then they start going downhill. Did he do Lady well, in the Water? He did Split Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water is not bad. They went downhill and he was going downhill for years. And, and then he Split. came back and then, oh. That was really Split, good. Split oh, out of nowhere. I like to joke that the, the, the bamboozle, like Shyamalan twist of Split was that it was actually good. <laughs> that's just like oh my god yeah that remember, had, uh, remember i could do this Is yeah then at the very that. end because yeah, that had a uh, anya, uh, anya taylor joy in it james mcavoy dude james mcavoy is my killed bully. it in that movie i yeah. love 
like the running joke everybody was like oh you talked to me no that was patricia <laughs> no definitely de- yeah like it was dude i don't think people if people see james mcavoy on the street and they're just like oh professor x or god i hope they don't say um what's the name of that awful comic book movie he was in wanted really but I they, hate they're wanted not gonna so people much. are not gonna go up to him and go hey wanted <laughs> they better not no one should oh, ever do some that bullets hey, yeah. god it's so dumb but uh like because the the comic it's based off of is better than the movie by a country mile it's your uh, favorite movie though no it's not because it's chris because he hits morgan chris freeman Angelina Jolie because he hits Chris Pratt with a keyboard mm-hmm. and it says F you yeah <laughs> um, no uh, really like obviously he's great as Professor X but I think Split really got him to, like the whole, whole damn you know McAvoy can bring it yeah like yeah, he was too good at that and uh, yeah like that he also was in you know Glass at the end and uh, that's funny because that's another movie with Sam Jackson in it like him and Unbreakable mm-hmm. and uh Pulp Fiction as well. Pulp Fiction and Die Hard 3. So it's like a, you could have a Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson uh, triptych. Well, Samuel L. Jackson movies. is in every other movie. So Yeah, but that's, you know, but him with Bruce Willis. Yeah, him was Bruce Willis, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. right, now for you guys, what so? is your favorite Jim Carrey movie? Can't do that. Because to, to put <laughs> well, the record, yeah, like Jim Carrey's flirting with the idea of possibly retiring, yeah. which I mean... I would say if he wants to take a break, sure. Like, then again, we'll see because this weekend we're gonna be watching Sonic. Yeah, Sonic's coming out. I'm pretty sure to might be a third. He's promoting money. So So did he? Did they not sign him for multiple movies, or did he just put out tell everybody without saying it that hey, uh, I might die in this movie, so I'm not gonna be in it anymore. Therefore, I don't need to be in any movies. (laughs) Maybe he did a. Maybe he did a like a like an Oscar Isaac thing with Moon Knight where like the contract is only for Moon Knight and so that when it blows up and becomes like the greatest like awesome thing <laughs> or you know the great money maker or, you know just overall popular and good quality they'll Paramount will wheelbarrow a giant wad of cash and he'll probably come back for stuff but I mean it looks like I mean he maybe he's that good of an actor but it looks like he's having fun like he really looks like he's genuinely having fun the first one Robotnik. he looked like he had a great time with. Yeah, yeah no like it was so like on brand Jim Carrey it was like I, I people forgot that he could do that and you're like oh snap that's really that's legit that's great yeah. and in a movie that's you know little doesn't take itself as seriously as in Sonic hey it's pretty good but favorite Jim Carrey movie I'm gonna let Anthony take that one first oh, first <laughs> get right can I say two host yeah, privileges and uh, you know what I'll allow two, it two. okay two two yeah two. liar liar and the mask Ah, uh, you took one of mine. Took one of mine also. Okay, so it's, it's difficult, but yeah, I, I'm gonna say, um, and I'm just gonna take one of the other ones from you guys because it's host privileges. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. and I'll let someone else take the Dumb other and Dumber one, Two, but <laughs> Dumb and Dumberer, no, um, it would be the first Ace Ventura, Ooh, okay. the first Ace Ventura, dude. That has some of my favorite lines ever like the fact that um the his landlord every t- he just rolls up and he's just like completely dry just ventura yes satan like just completely like f- flat on like you can tell ace ventura like his it's just crazy but like crazy like a fox crazy 
and just just rolls with it, man. Like uh, there's a lot of great zingers in that. Like his suit, the slow mo bit, um, the uh, uh, <laughs> the bit inside the 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 party in the mansion. Everything from the the shark attack to the uh, you know getting out of the bathroom. The do not go in there and the. And I, I was like, I think he has to go in there to sneak in. He's like, I think it's the bad pate. Like <laughs> Courtney, Co- like young Courtney Cox, like one of her first movies. Uh, Dan Marino as Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Tone Tone Loke uh, was pretty cool. He had a he, he had a song in there too. But I think uh, yeah, like it just was like the right amount of goofiness, uh, but just genuinely like funny moments too. Like him. Uh, solving Pedactor's murder. I can go on and on. Like that movie's great. I've, for some crazy reason, you've never seen Ace Ventura. It's just you gotta watch it. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. I will. Like it took. <laughs> as I got older, there were other little references of things that I just started realizing. Oh, this is also hilarious. Like it got better with age. Um, just like the silly stuff, like the most annoying sound in the world, to the fact that like these guys, like those mob guys, were supposed to kill them, but they like inadvertently killed them. Like that didn't hit me till I was like much older. Uh, the whole bit with the bird, dude. I, there's, there's so many classic. Lines. I laugh so hard at the bird. He's like, I just thought he was quiet. Like, holy, that's, that's so funny. So you're saying there's a chance? I'd say it's one in a million. <laughs> or like, just you know, and even Jeff Daniels. Like, you know, you would talk about Jim Carrey is great, but Jeff Daniels. We know Jeff. A lot of people know Jeff Daniels from some of his more serious work these days, especially like Newsroom. But. Going back, like he's a comedy. He's really good at comedy as well. So um, those are my two. I can go harping on, but I'm going to stop talking. Zach, have you seen any of these movies? Because he was huge in the 90s and then... He was huge when you were not born. Yeah, he was huge for like 20 years, but... Like, I I know I've seen The Mask a couple of times. I know I've seen Ace Ventura a couple of times. Uh, Liar Liar I've seen once or twice. Uh, Bruce Almighty... Yeah, we go. Mm. I was going to um, say Bruce Almighty. Yeah. a movie that I was going <laughs> to say was one of my favorite movies. All right, movies. word. Um, but not Dumb and Dumber. I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber. <sighs> oh, I think it's one man. of the few that I, I've, I've seen Yes Man, too. That's another Yes one Man's good. Yes Man. One of the more recent of those movies. I love the the fact that when they're in the opening... By the way, Terrence Stamp is awesome in that movie. That's Zod from the old Superman uh, 2 movie with Christopher Reeve. But uh, when he's in, they're in the seminar and he's just like, no. And everybody, uh, what's his name uh, that he goes to the seminar with? He's in Community, Birthday Cake, um, John Michael Higgins. So he just looks at him. Even like his friend jumps on him. Just no, man, no, man. No, he just gets <laughs> shamed into like having to say yes to everything. Uh, that, that that movie's awesome. Like, yes, I'll do skydiving. I'll learn Korean. And yeah, that's a good pick. I like that one. Bruce Almighty obviously is, you know, a good one too. Oh, just, uh, man. Um, one but, of mine will be uh, The Grinch. Oh, nice. Oh, good pick. That. Okay, The Grinch is another one. I, I thought, yeah. Good <laughs> pick. Danny's like sniped. <laughs> yeah. I had to steal one because he stole mine. <laughs> Which one, okay. the Bruce Almighty one? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So The Grinch be- has become a, a, a Christmas classic in its own right, 100%. Yeah. And your other? Um,. I was going to say Bruce Almighty, and then I was going to say The Mask. Dude, I think we, you're, I you're think we all were going to say The Mask. We were all going to say The Mask. No, I'm kidding. You're missing another one that's really I mean, good. Um, there's Mr. a lot Popper's of movies. Penguins. Penguins. Hmm? <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins. And I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, and then Yes Man. Not that one. Um, what else? How are you forgetting did you, did Batman you ever, Forever? Batman Forever. Oh, did you, uh, the Riddler. Did you watch that movie 
uh, what was it? The wonderful Burt Wonderstone? Is that what it was called? Incredible Burt Wonderstone? Was was he been Incredible Burt Wonderstone? Yeah, he was like the best part of that movie. No, wasn't it? It was with him. Oh, he's the, ma- Steve, he's the Carell. Steve Carell, the magicians. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We saw that. He, he and I saw that. Yeah. Um, what about uh, so he was, he was ta- in Kick Ass Two? Kick. Oh, you guys are forgetting right. the more dramatic stuff he was into. Well, there was the Eternal. That movie is ha ha. There that you go. Great. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Spotless mind. That is a that's a really good one. You also have the Truman Show, mm-hmm. like that. Ha- that has heavy hitters now, like Laura Linney, uh, Ed Harris. You have also <laughs> Anthony's. I- I- I'm going to say this, and he's just going to groan. Twenty three, the number twenty three, the number twenty three, <laughs> the number twenty three, the number twenty three. Wasn't he also in the the hotel one with Samuel Jackson? I don't think so. No, he was not in that one. I thought, or maybe it was just Sam Jackson in it, but. Uh yeah, he had a couple dramatic stuff. Uh, who was no for some reason? Oh, because this is Robin Williams and Ed Norton. But I was thinking Death to Smoochie. That's a, which randomly as an aside, Robin Williams had what he called like his villain triptych, which was uh we talked about it, I think once it was one hour photo insomnia and uh, Death to Smoochie. So like it's weird. It's funny when you see Jim Carrey in a slightly more villainous role. Obviously Sonic and Batman Forever. But um, you guys are also forgetting. I'm going to say a third one because how can you forget Ace Ventura when nature calls? That's that's what I thought he was going to pick. That's what I thought <laughs> you were going to pick too. Like, dude, that movie has a whole bunch of other... Like, I used to think it was too goofy because I liked part one so much because like, I felt kind of smarter, but part two felt kind of like silly and dumb. But looking back, that's another one that like like Dumb and Dumber, like, oh, wait, no, this was way, way funnier than you know what i remembered like obviously of the goofy gags and the wild like the way he parks his car all the time and the way he parked the truck which is obviously too ridiculous but then that's the you, best though like when you go back to a movie that you liked and it's like now it becomes like a classic for yeah you. and you it's even it. funnier yeah, yeah it's funnier who's you boo boo doo doo who's you boo and he says, I'm like, I remember seeing like, this is so stupid. And, oh, he's calling the freaking elephant and just wrecks this guy nasty. The the going out of the rhino, like <laughs> that's just, the best. <laughs> going out of the rhino is so dumb. Mom, uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> the dude, and it. Ha- oh my god, that yeah, like Ace, when nature calls is great. Like again, it's goofy, but it has like the cliffhanger reference that if you never saw a cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone, then you won't understand like. What's this whole bit at the beginning with this, you know, uh, was it a squirrel or something like that? It's just like he's trying to save it and then it felt, you know, it's just no. And so, um, but then you have, yeah, like then you had the whole thing of like, oh, he deflowered the the one bride to be for the Wachati tribe. And, but I love uh, also the, where he goes to the, 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 was it was it what i forgot like the peaceful tribe i think it was the what you do sorry because the wachati were the bad ones or like the 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 aggressive ones i haven't but seen it in a long time but i where just they're doing Chica- the balance test Chica-ca. yeah <laughs> Chicago. where he's doing the balance test <laughs> he's just he's pretty good with my help he could be the best or and then he keeps like pranking him with like shish kebab Chicago and like even the chieftain loses he's like you're out you're out of here yep nope you lose get on out and the, the chief's just like what the hell just like happened and like his other guys it's like this man's insane but uh yeah that stupid bits like that were just great like oh you know uh the plates are made out of guano and he's just spitting the food out <laughs> 
yeah, like if you haven't, like re- rewatch When Nature Calls or just rewatch both of them. I don't know. It's great. Uh, back to our point, right? <laughs> uh, hopefully he doesn't retire. If he does, if he takes a break, you know, he, it's well learned. Let him do his thing. It's For like sure. when Natalie Portman, uh, she had um, her her child with uh, her choreographer from Black Swan. So she took a break for a little while. Like, yeah, like let that be a thing. And that was cool because she gets to take a break with an Oscar. So I don't, I don't think Jim Carrey's hiring a kid. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> he, he just can have likes a mental paint. kid. He likes painting. Yeah, which is cool. He's, he can have a mental kid and just do his own thing. Do it. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll move on to a more lighter side. Raise, um, raise glasses to two great movie careers. Two, well, <laughs> one great movie one career. One for sure. One for sure. Hopefully second not one, one Jim Carrey. Yeah. Raise the water bottle. All right. Now, on a lighter note, we'll move on to some other bits of news. Uh, any of you guys Game of Thrones fans? Sure. Oh yeah, All I right. was part we, of the, the cultural the majority pheno- of the show. I was part of the cultural phenomenon that was Game of Thrones. Yeah. So they announced that their prequel show has a release date of August twenty first. Hey, that's it's pretty a day recent. After my birthday, that's, that's my grandma's close. birthday. Nice. It's a day after my birthday. But, so uh, that's for the House of Dragon, and they also released a bunch of like new photos and. Look, I just want my, my my boy Matt Smith to to win. I need this guy to collect the W. Yeah, he because... needs one. Wait, but he was in Morbius. <laughs> we'll get, we'll to, get that. to that. <laughs> uh, but no, but he was also in Genesis, Gen Terminator, Weiss's. Gen Gen Weiss's. Oh man, like but whatever, man. He was Doctor Who. He after that he could be yeah, whoever. That's he like, wants. does yeah. he have the same agent as Toby Kebbell? Like, come on, like I know. Toby Kibble. Yeah, but Toby Kibble has actor. never been Doctor Who, so no. But he was <laughs> he was Durotan. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he was in Warcraft. No, but uh, he's also in Severance, and that's giving him work. Thankfully, because you know he's giving him a medium and a platform to do something. He's good. Toby Kibble's good. Matt Smith is good. Like Matt Smith Toby was there. Toby Kibble's in Severance. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Servant. Oh, Servant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith was in the first two seasons of The Crown, and that was already like, hey, he's. <laughs> too good in long form television he's really like he was great in the crown and i cannot stress anyone enough to watch the crown as a result you know we're already what four seasons in we're supposed to be getting uh seasons five and six as a fun little aside uh you know zach is uh the resident harry potter fan uh so the (laughs) woman the actress playing uh (laughs) The Queen Elizabeth during the 90s and 2000s is actually going to be played by Emilda Staunton. I don't know if you recognize that name. It's one. Uh, That's a name. One <laughs> Dolores Umbridge. A, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. She's a, apparently, she's a sweetheart in real life. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, like, legit. No, there's no way. There's like, no way. But, man, because. <laughs> it can't be. Reading the book, and then, I don't know, I would love, like, a younger person's take, but reading. But reading Dolores Umbridge and seeing her on screen, like what what was your take on that? We're gonna dovetail this to the side, but I need to know. I can't really say. You didn't read the books because I've only read the first <laughs> half of the first book. Fair. Ever. All right, so movie, like movie version. Of she her. was wonderfully awful. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I loved. I loved her acting. I loved her portrayal of the character. Yeah. No, she's and that's good because when you're hated oof. that much, you did a good job. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yes. It's like a, it's, just, it's like when you play like the perfect heel, like you know, and, and all the wrestling stuff. Like oh, 
so cool to be the bad guy because they just get to get away with all the real grimy stuff. <laughs> but I, she's a sweetheart in life, real life, I hear. And uh, she's on this show, I think it's on Apple TV Plus called Trying, where she's like the social worker for the couple that's trying to adopt a kid. She's hilarious in that. Like, she's great and actually really funny, too. But um, going back to that original point, Matt Smith in House of the Dragon. The still shots look cool. I recommend everybody to check it out. Um, I don't know what your you guys' were initial takes were if you saw them. Uh, Danny, you can kind of describe a bit of what you saw. Uh, looks exciting, especially with Matt Smith. Um, but I don't know. I, re- I loved Game of Thrones until obviously the last couple episodes. Everybody. Like everybody. The last yeah. season. Um, Maybe the last, what? I l- well, I liked episodes one and two. I liked one, two, season. and three. Mm. After three, I was like, eh. Well, you were like, able to see? You were able to three? see three? I saw it on my iPad, so it was fine. So you was how, how was the it brightness? Fine? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fine. <laughs> I was able to see. There's no um, but I liked three. But then afterwards, story-wise and everything, it was like, eh, well, I think they kind of killed it too early. Hey, I didn't know uh, Reese Ifans is in House of the Dragon. That's cool. It's uh, the lizard for you kids uh, watching No Way Home or the first <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Is Olivia Cook in it? I think I saw her in the promotion. Yes, she is. Nice. Olivia so, Cook is great. It'll be interesting to see how they go with that franchise and how they bring oh, it relevant again. Olivia Cook is in some other good stuff too. Obviously, you know, Anthony and I last year saw Sound of Metal. Obviously, if you guys mm-hmm. saw Ready Player One. Yeah. But... Uh, Patty Considine is in that too. He's a, a Viserys Targaryen uh, for all the Game of Thrones lore f- fanatics. <laughs> but he is um, in uh, one of my favorite movies. He's like a, a Edgar Wright dude. So he's in uh, Hot Fuzz. But why would he be in that show if that show takes place way, way, way back? Past? Yeah. Because, um, well, Viserys is another name taken before. Not the young Viserys that oh. gave a crown for a king. Not mm-hmm. him, but there was he was named after this guy. Okay. So, so like that's why it's way great back grand, in the day. Great, great, great grandfather. Yeah, great, great grandfather. Okay. So, yeah, he's one of the, he's one of the two uh, Andes in Hot Fuzz. <laughs> Dude, this is so stupid. <laughs> I love how... St- Rafe Spall's the other one. Like Rafe Spall's the other Andy's. We could have a whole episode on Hot Fuzz and how great that movie is. But um, House of the Dragon, hopefully, you know, if it starts strong, like it's got to have a killer pilot. Yeah, it's it, got to it's got to have a like Moon Knight level pilot, which yeah, we'll, we'll get to in a bit. It needs a hook. Literal. It needs, it needs yeah. a literal hook. You're absolutely right. Like, uh, what what would be a hook for you, Zach? I don't know. I've never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> So Dang. if it's called House of the Dragon, what would you expect to hopefully see? Dragons. There you go. Where? Houses. Where though? Hello. Houses. 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 Where? In a house? I mean, why not? I want to see a dragon in a house. It's the first word of the title. How did you not say houses? Why would you not? Yeah. Why w- I want to see a, a dragon in a house. It'd be a big house. I mean, we got a bear in a big blue house, so why not have like a red dragon in a big red dragon? Dude, I love that show. I love that show as a kid. <laughs> bear in a big blue house is great. Awesome. All right. So now we'll go to the third and last bit of news. Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw, but the first reviews for 
uh, Secrets of Dumbledore came out. Uh-oh. How are they? Uh, do you want to know the score on Rotten Tomatoes? Sh- hit sure. me. Hit me, baby. So uh, one more time. time. This one kind of With off. about 40 something, 44 reviews, we got a 62. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Better than better the 30-ish. That's not... I mean, isn't Rotten 50 or 60 or under 60? It, it is. Yeah. Um, 60. It, it, 60 is... is or 16 and above is, is fresh. Fresh. It, it and is certified fresh. fresh is 80, but 80 and above. That's or only, 75 and above. So that was only 40, 40 reviews? Yeah. Yeah, 42. Hopefully it will be 41. Like many. So, well, and, it, and how many of those reviews so, are people saying, I hate J.K. Rowling? <laughs> that is a thing well, to take into the effect. Critic, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, 45 reviews at 62. Okay. And when I checked this morning when the scores first came out, mm-hmm. it was a 60. It's, so it's sitting up. right on 60? <laughs> yeah. like now Live when, as of this taping. As, it's slightly better than Morbius. Now, as more reviews come out, <laughs> I'm sure it'll... Slightly. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, are you letting that temper a bit of your expectations going into, possi- it's into seeing the third one? I'm excited for the third one. I'm just hoping it is better than the second one. Yeah, um, the second I've one is a movie. I've seen some of the reviews going he, on he talking said he, about. He watched it and liked the second one. Yeah, yeah, he did. He saw it again and liked it. Yeah, he also didn't remember it when he first watched yeah. it. So that's, <laughs> I, I, didn't, yeah, me too. I didn't either. I, I didn't so I got to rewatch it. Yeah, me too. Hey, credence. Um, I'm just curious to see um, because when I was looking at some of the reviews today, they were saying that they think this is the best out of the three. Hmm. Which is I interesting because the first one, the first one yeah. was really yeah. I first legit really like the first and one, and that yeah. this cool. one kind of finds its place in where the Fantastic Beast should go. Okay, so yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. It seems like they're centering everything around the whole Dumbledore Grindelwald duel, yeah. yeah, feud. Yeah, and it's gonna end uh, like the the movie, like the the fifth movie when it comes out will end 1945, which is you know World War Two. So it's going to lead to yeah. that moment. Ooh, yeah, and we're on three. So we're supposed to have four and five. I think I think this one might take place uh, late 30s, mid to late 30s at least. Yeah, at least mid 30s. It's kind of like Grindelwald's kind of crusade is supposed to mirror the rise of fascism. So yeah. that's a fun I'm little I'm excited for lesson. Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like, great. that's my boy Mads. Again, we uh, tell everybody whenever we get the chance... Watch Hannibal, the TV show. Yeah, not the well. The movie, the movie had a uh, Anthony Hopkins. It's not half bad. It's just a uh, Julianne Moore's Clarice instead of um, Joe D. Foster. <laughs> I was thinking Contact. I was gonna say it had Contact. I mean Jodie Foster. But yeah, Hannibal the TV show is very good. And so you know, um, I will reserve judgment because I saw the reviews is coming trickling in and i want to just give it my fair shake and because they're entertaining like the the way they've elevated or shown real world like magic offense is really cool i don't know how you guys feel about that i think it looks you know pretty dope but i mean in the trailer it looks like there's going to be a lot of like spell casting and Mm -hmm. dueling dueling, everybody's teleporting No one's and then kowalski no one's wand yeah (laughs) kowalski my boy rolling up getting the wand uh, I'm pretty sure there's all this like um, incantation list magic casting, which is supposed to be like top tier magic level of stuff that you can do within the Potterverse. Uh, 
Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, by your fourth or fifth year, you start learning um, spells that you where you don't need to actually like recite. Utter. Yeah, uh, there's some wild yeah. stuff because you I see forget, like, I forget, like the actual technical word for it, but yeah, like words or spells that you don't have to say. Yeah, there's no incantation to it or uh, anything to be said in order to invoke the spell. But you see that a lot in you know Fantastic Beasts, where everybody's like a pro at this stuff, and yep. you're. And then what's cool I like about the trailer is you're seeing green flashes. So I'm like, oh, there be some murder spells going down. <laughs> so it's not Some obviously a lot of cadaver, but it's the Ray Fines <laughs> yell uh, or the laugh. You need to rewatch <laughs> rewatch the trailer for Deathly Hallows Part Two. And you just hear, I think they reuse the same scream that Dumbledore does like no. three times in that chair. It's like, no. he means Voldemort, but yeah. I said Dumbledore? Yeah, he Voldemort. said Dumbledore. Well, because well, I can't say his name. Also, there's a oh, video. Oh, he can't say his name. I mm. can because I'm a boss. I'm going to say <laughs> Voldemort, Voldemort. And I won't say it. He's not Beetlejuice. He's not Beetlejuice. There's a video where it shows him cast, uh, laughing in all these different languages yes <laughs> yeah the french one is funny the turkish one is also weird yeah uh that's kind of great i i'm not gonna lie uh so you know the release date if you can refresh it for the viewers and listeners should be next week on the 15th 15th of april is, yeah. nice 14th if you have a uh, thursday showings or this friday this if friday you live in the uk in the uk or <sighs> forget or let's go the over first. there let's go yeah, uh, <laughs> just, just who's our sponsor to just fly us over there and we get an early review, please? And thank you. Dang, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, that following week's episode, you'll have our take. We hope to, you know, give it enjoyable, you know, favorable uh, words. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, from there. I'm, I'm really hoping that it's that it is a lot more, um, or that it is you know better, more enjoyable, enjoyable mm-hmm. than the the last one. Like the the last one, the the second one, I didn't, I don't remember too much about it like you know like you danny i you didn't remember much until you watched it again and i feel like i when i watch it the second time i need to pay more attention maybe there are some things that it'll help watching help it to, yeah make more sense again before the you watch the third the world yeah it was just okay he's you know johnny depp doing john De- johnny depp things and you know recruiting people that's basically all it was that was like <laughs> recruitment the movie is what it felt like it was just this whole setup then you hear then i remember hearing the press like oh yeah we're gonna have five of these i'm like oh this could have been three or it could have been ten i mean they could keep going if they want yeah but five then we run into the number. hobbit issue where the hobbit should have been two movies when instead it ended up being three and really shouldn't have been but hey it's all good water <laughs> I'm, I'm excited i mean the trailers look cool visually yeah. it looks really nice and at least hopefully it's actual music from the movie but the music from the trailer Sounds pretty, pretty, Their trailers are pretty always, cool. Always pretty, pretty. Uh, I mean, good. don't forget you have that big spoiler moment at the end of the second one. But oh yeah, that whole bit that blew Zach's mind. By the way, he's just I love a, like he'll rail. Well, okay, no, it, it, yeah, it blew my mind in the way that it just the the theories behind Credence being Aurelius Dumbledore and like I, I, I have Spoilers. I have my reasons why it's not true but I'm not gonna get into it I'm not gonna get into it we'll wait until after the movie and see what actually Clear happens water revival maybe it was a setup <laughs> well no it, it was more of it was would you more say of Credence like, is a fortunate son yes I think so got him I would say hell yeah uh I yeah I just the, the more so Zach and I have talked about this offline and yeah it's just 
huh? Like, uh, the, I remember <laughs> even watching it. That was the big takeaway for me when w- finishing the second one. The whole theater goes, what? Like, not even like a like a in a soap opera. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. Because it was in Spanish. Well, but here's the thing, yeah. though. Like, um, <laughs> to, just to kind of not go too into it. Um, so there's a, a YouTube channel where they review a lot of like fandom stuff. They're called the Super and Carlin Brothers. I don't know if you guys are familiar with with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're familiar very, with them. Fam- very barely, but yes. Uh, ben and Jay, those are the, the two guys. Um, so they did a, a video on on the theory of Aurelius being a Dumbledore, and the theory is that his um, I think his father supposedly, I think, had an affair or something <gasps> with with um, with uh, 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 Albus's sister, sister or whatever. So he's no, was it was it the sister? I don't remember. It was no, something. Was it like aunt or something like that? Which kind of makes like yeah, it was yeah, something it was like aunt. that. But like technically, he's not Dumbledore by. By blood. By blood. But Dumbledore. Oh, no, it's, sort of yeah, it's like, like offshoot name. It's. Yeah, it was Dumbledore's mother, who's not a Dumbledore. She, I mean, she's not the Dumbledore. His father would be the Dumbledore. Yeah. Or whatever the theory was, but. She had a child with someone else. With someone beforehand. else. So he's not technically a Dumbledore. So therefore, the Phoenix would not go to him. But it would. By, in that sense. But it's like, oh, there's an association with the mother, so it could, could still go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. But the 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 emotional tie, the, the whatever the the lore is that um, a phoenix will go to a Dumbledore in need. A Dumbledore. My my yes. assumption would be by blood, not by association. By a name by or extension. association. I mean, we all know it'll go to Albus after. Well, the trailer showed you <laughs> yeah, it went to Albus. In the trailer. But the full idea but is at that the end of the second movie, it was it, it went, went to Credence. Yeah, this maybe it's not Ooh. a real phoenix. <laughs> the point the point the moral of the story maybe you got confused yeah the moral <laughs> story is there are a lot of hoops to jump to get into the whole potter lore of it but will it make for an entertaining movie and a cohesive and a logical movie maybe. let's find out <laughs> speaking of cohesion and logic let's talk about morbius <laughs> yes boy was that a movie spoiler or non-spoiler uh we you know what non-spoiler let's non-spoiler because actually yeah that's non-spoiler because we can oh but i really wanted to talk about the <laughs> the credit scenes <laughs> so uh we'll get to that in a moment we'll give the spoiler 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 <laughs> warning in a moment but general takes are as follows i'll give i'll let danny take this one first because i think he's the nicest out of all of us <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as the Rotten Tomato score at a 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, so not, so well, it went audience, down from a 17. The audience score, is, audience score is, is like 70 score. or something like that. Audience score is at like a 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. Better than like 15%. I think I would it's somewhere, somewhere in the, the middle. middle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, middle. So between sixty and sixteen. <laughs> so it's a big, it's a big, it's a big range. <laughs> That's a range. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's I, a range. I think they tried to put too much into the movie um, too much they didn't put enough it was an hour and a half no i'm saying like they forced <laughs> no it was like an hour and 50 hour something minutes 45 it was an hour Close and 48 enough. it wasn't two hours yeah <laughs> i mean how much how much of a character arc are you gonna have in two hours for a guy who's basically waffling between do i be a good guy or a bad guy True. because that's really like the main like the the main conflict that the character has is all right cool i'm cured but Hey, I got this one draw back, you know, the, the really bad end of the deal. It's like a monkey's paw. 
kind of thing where, oh no, now I'm, I have to nourish myself off of human blood. But you know, uh, I, I, to Danny's point, yeah, like it, it's, it's not great, <laughs> but it's not a dumpster fire of a movie. And maybe that's its biggest crime. Maybe it should have been a hot dumpster fire, but it's hard to say, man. Cause, um, act, like the first two acts were pretty cohesive you know, they kind of bring up the fo- the point where you, you see the, the film's antagonist really come into play and it makes sense. And But um, then Act 3 happens and <laughs> the movie just kind of like ends. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just a... ends. Well, I feel like Sony lately with Venom 2 and this one, they're just kind of making it as quick as possible to try to get to the end credit scene. To reveal some crazy thing that then that doesn't won't mean go anything. Anywhere, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do, or you do the, I mean, again, you need a coherent writers with this or a coherent plan is you have those things baked into the movie throughout instead of just randomly dumping your <laughs> post credit scene into it. But we'll get that in the second. I mean, Venom 2 kind of made sense. Yeah, Venom 2 made did? sense. Yeah. It did a better job. And, and it was a great surprise. Morbius. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because. I, I want to say Andy Serkis at least had some partnership with somebody going on, but man, like again, there like there are callbacks and stuff to Venom, but to, I mean to what to, <laughs> to Venom? Like no, uh, no. To, to Venom? You gotta, you, no, you got to say it properly. To Venom, like like Eminem. Oh, says Eminem, it. Venom, Venom, Venom. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so I mean, you have callbacks to all this, like you know, vague San Francisco stuff. No mention of Spider-Man throughout the entire film. That's a minor and spoiler. And you got the Daily Bugle. Well, and there was no uh, bit of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, the trailer and throughout the movie, you're seeing Daily Bugle newspapers. Uh, you're seeing uh, it's a couple communications from, hey, Daily Bugle's alive. The movie takes place so in why? New York City. In, in the trailer, they also had a bit of the Daily Bugle and a little caption about Black Cat and Rhino. And apparently that wasn't in the movie either. There were a lot of oh, things wow. in tra- in the trailers that was not in the movie. <laughs> the Spider-Man and poster. The Spider-Man, the Toby Spider-Man the Toby, poster. Yeah, the director didn't Oscorp. even know about it. Oscorp. Oscorp was gone. I don't remember yeah, seeing I think Oscorp. everything that had to do with the other any Spider-Man <laughs> universe <laughs> that was in the it. trailer that made everybody want Hyped. interested to see what was going on in this movie is not in the movie. So... Exactly. It's the not a spoiler. O- so the only listening. thing was the comics reference to uh, the reference of Horizon Labs, which is in the comics. The only thing. But going into like kind of reeling it back in into just it as a film, um, everybody. So I was going to say everybody can talk about it, but um, you get to a point where the like most of the actors were did their parts well. So, like, all right, cool. You know, obviously, Jared Leto, he's a good actor. Like, I'll go on record and say, if you can rein him in, Jared Leto's a good actor. So, he did his stuff so. pretty well. Debatable, but... I, I will respect the fact that it's debatable. Like, I think he's... I've seen him in some other stuff that he's good at. Like He's kind of decent. Like, you can't discount Dallas Buyers Club. Like, that's that was... Like, he won an Oscar for a reason for that. That was really good. I like... There are people who don't like Blade Runner 2049, and those people are dumb. But I liked him Jeez. in that. Yeah, I'll go on record. <laughs> 2049 was great. It's a great film. There's great callbacks to Cowboy Bebop. Like, dude, uh, among other great things. And, but 
um he did a good job matt smith was like you know i don't want to say things for spoilers but matt smith does things like he's not just there as like oh randomly (laughs) matt smith's here um but then there are people who are just very miscast or like hey i really wish they would have done more with them like my boy jared harris criminally underutilized as like he could have been the perfect you know center center point between the two sides that michael morbius is in he and the trailer made it seem like that but nope, they, cut they took that, that away <laughs> they cut they that, that and they gave him really awful adr in certain oh points anthony the talk, movie was full of that whew, talk, let's talk about that like because from a technical standpoint so for me the the movie is just it's just like frustrating it's it's bland <laughs> that's what it is to me it's bland it seems like they wanted to make this movie in like 2001 where back then only like the first x-men movie came out i think spider-man came out 2002 or something like that yeah so it's like the when you watch the movie you feel like it's like they learned nothing from the past 20 or so years of all these superhero movies that have been made so just yeah they made a superhero slash anti-hero movie they they made it it's adequate i mean i can't make a movie like that so but it's the writing is the writing was pretty bad and all that stuff just to get people in the seats of hey let's connect this with spider-man and they just like bamboozled they bamboozled everybody it's kind of it's kind of messed up but even if you take that out the movie itself is just like okay cool i guess that's why the movie came out april 1st because it was a joke (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that, that, somebody did that on purpose because that's uh yeah i was i don't know man yeah like you said earlier tyrese and uh al madrigal as these two fbi agents they're not cops they're the fbi for some reason he didn't even he didn't say bring it that's not a spoiler the man didn't say bring it it would have made it better there's one scene where he just magically shows up on the roof oh yeah. i'm so glad you brought that up and yeah tyrese's like, character dude, he's, he's, like, he's super he fast apparently how many yeah. backup we need to go to the roof they're, they're shooting Boom. at him and they're like why are you shooting we could just go up the stairs but it's like but 50 like, flights of stairs <laughs> it's it was we all looked at each other when that came on the screen when he showed up on screen at the roof and we're like what no yeah. the whole like i think it was us in a whole row and anthony in front of us like looking up going how did he get up there so cotton eye joe man. it's he really was cotton eye joe where did he come from and then where did he go like <laughs> i don't know but slight spoiler he's in front of morbius and morbius is like all right i guess i won't do anything else yeah well like, remember that was i don't the, have op powers no but. because he his blood thing was uh that's the way they justify his powers or the fact that like when he consumes either artificial or real blood he is like you know heightened up superhuman and to some of the i guess strengths of the film i like the way that he jumped and moved like they gave that kind of flowing motion to it that was pretty dope I'm not it gonna was lie. cool like, the effect was cool but then they also have the same effect for everything else that he does so that was a little confusing like it like looks cool radar, when he's yeah, it's kind of turning weird. into a bats and kind of like doing like the speed dash like like his castlevania or something like that uh, yeah but i was like is it he looks Alucard? cool yeah like, it looks cool but then it's like okay now he's gonna use the echolocation now everything has that yeah that cloudy cool effect and it's just like so when does this when is what whatever 
right? Just, yeah. No random, questions. Random side note: Shout out to Castlevania on Netflix. That show's amazing. Just in general, the game or just Castlevania the, anime, the yeah. series. <laughs> That's they're so good. But yeah, like some of those effects were really cool. Um, just the, and others weren't. It's and others very really strange. Weren't. Very strange. Uh, again, we talk about ADR. So ADR is is uh, something they do for people who don't know about this. Is that let's say? Oh, I didn't get to that. Sorry. The, yeah, like this yeah. when you need to redub over an actor's line because of some maybe something in the background, or it's a shot that maybe there's a lot of outside noise, so you're able to kind of do that a bit, and you can't put a boom mic anywhere. And some of the ADR was hot garbage, like stuff. There was something that Jared Harris did, like his character, like he it, he's breathing, but he's saying words. So like it looks like either someone is controlling him via ventriloquism or the ADR is a hot mess. I think uh what was the uh, there was another bit that was really bad. <laughs> There's the bit on the on the subway where they keep going back and forth back and forth back and forth for like an hour. Oh yeah, Morbius with, is between running. Morbius and and Matt Smith. He's running away. He's like I won't fight you and like you see, off screen. <laughs> yeah, like Jared Leto like turning away and not you moving his mouth. And it's just you're just like what? Like it's enough for you to just see it and completely get thrown off. Like how Zach saw Belfast, and oh look, there's the reflection of the camera rig. It's well, that, that glaring. That didn't throw me off, but I mean, I guess. But it's no. Once you see it, then, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. once you, you see can't it, unsee it. Yeah, you can't unsee yeah, yeah. it. Once you hear that, you can't unhear it. Um, I mean, was it Adria Arjona? She did a good job. I like her in Good Omens, so I was like, oh cool, she's in this, and she kind of just randomly turn into a love interest when it, it could have been again another way to describe to kind of bring up maybe to have this other example of going on one side or the other um out here uh you know again if you're on the live stream or you're on the video you got tyrese doing singing because he <laughs> used to be a singer before he became an actor before he went into space let's just say that then after he went to space, then he became an FBI agent. Right. Who had a, a disability <laughs> with an arm. And yo, thank Which you, they Doc. didn't show like anything about that. I think they just briefly mentioned it. You but saved my trailer, life, Doc. That's you it. See Throwaway line. <laughs> like make that a thing. Like he has stuff on his arm. Like again. I, I heard that he's supposed to be another like known character from comics. And they just I guess did away <laughs> with that completely. Like no. thank God. Because it's just like those characters were useless. I think there have even been, Al Madrigal, like the is, other dude, he's just like, yeah, I brought holy water, and like, there's he a was part, trying to be funny, but times. he was like too funny. He was trying to be too <laughs> funny, where everybody else was being serious. Like it was so strange. Do you remember the part, Zach, where uh, they're interrogating him, and then he's having like the vampire compulsions, and like he had the holy water because he's supposed to be scared. Triple but, blessed, triple blessed. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, he gets triple, <laughs> and he's having no reaction when he already like, oh, I had this holy water. Like, how is he not like? he had like all the composure out there like after he just saying oh i'm just taking on my bases I, like I, I that's like, some I mean, yes maybe because he felt like okay he's handcuffed he's not gonna do much but or maybe know. because the scene was too cut into three different takes I feel and like either, mashed together like the whole third act of the movie <laughs> i feel like towards the third act either a lot of scenes were cut too much mm -hmm. or they, they weren't actually acting like either the same lines or like in front of each other almost yeah i'm sure the movie would have been another 20 30 minutes with all the stuff they cut out i'd say maybe 20. or edited or uh on generous side 20 maybe 15 but yeah. um 
I right. guess and, this, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have made it better. It's no, just like, it, it no, already it's a was a, a mess. So. Yeah, like it, it, they, it's either they wrote themselves into a corner or the studio maybe meddled in a bit too much and just mm-hmm. messed it up, too which we cooks. all know. Or then didn't know what they wanted to do. Too many cooks. Spider Verse. Yeah, just oh, to connect it, yes or not. Which brings us to our spoiler, 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 spoiler warning. <laughs> spoiler. Post credit scenes. Spoiler. Yeah. Scenes or just scenes? No, it's two. Yeah, they're like back to back. Combine them. <laughs> yeah, they should it's have just, been combined. It, it's yeah. just one big and scene. Ne- and neither of them are post credits. There's one like right at they're the end of the movie. Credits. Yeah, they're both. They're both because <laughs> like it was the, the movie, movie, some credits. It's like, the scene, more credits, scene, and, tree and then credit. the real credits. <laughs> yeah. So and then a mid credit. Exactly. And <laughs> random random credits too with the whole like. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> like it. Like the the whole the big M and. The yeah. M that looked like you know, money. something out of an A24 movie. Like it just yeah. was very yeah. 70s block lettering. The one thing about the the credit scene though is I did like Vulture suit. It, that it's was the only suit. That's the homecoming suit. It's the homecoming like it's almost like the homecoming uh like high altitude suit because the wonder he kind of hi- holds himself in place, but yeah, uh, Vulture shows up, and by Vulture we mean Adrian Toomes, yeah. Michael Keaton. So it, we shows don't know. up out of nowhere. In they a just show the crack cell. in the sky mm-hmm. because of From the whole no way, home. No, uh, no way home. But it's like the weird, the yeah. purple crack, right? Yeah, it was a purple crack, and it just doesn't make any sense. And then you know, Adrian Toomes, he's in, he's in jail, and then he just phases into a white light, <laughs> and then he materializes in the New York jail cell. In uh, Michael Morbius's universe, so doesn't seem surprised at all. And at all that say? he's there, and he's just like, "Oh, I hope this place has better food." I was like, Do you, no, "Are you this not joint, reacting?" This joint. Sorry, this joint. <laughs> the man does not react to the fact that he just hmm, in a completely different I? place. Uh, oh no, where are my wife and kids? For who real? obviously are living in Washington State, <laughs> if I remember from Homecoming. But so that happens, and then the news. This is whole thing of like this man claiming to be an Adrian Toomes just randomly showed up in jail, like we're in prison suit. Him. We have to release him because we have no record of his existence for some dumb reason. And then end credit scene. I'm sorry. And then you know end that scene. I mean, they could have just cut out that credit scene and just have the last one. No. Or uh, yeah, I don't know. But they could have. It would have been, been, been the like, same amount of confusion. So yeah, yeah. it would have made slightly more sense. No point. Well, I mean, <laughs> but their explanation of how he got there makes no sense. So <laughs> no, exactly. it's the same. No, thing. <laughs> no. yeah, because if they got out that first part, then it's like, okay, how did he get there in the first place? But then even, but then still, yeah, with the first get to, scene. get to the second one. Come on, Zach, tell him about the second one. <laughs> I don't, remember what he's, I don't remember what he said. It though, turns into a uh, Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial. Only it's Jared Leto <laughs> driving in, a Porsche. In a Porsche when driving, he can fly. Right. <laughs> yeah, the man can like glide around and fly, but why fly when you can drive a Porsche, I guess, a 911? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, describe it. He's, he's driving God knows where, right? I think he was, I don't know if it was outside of Vegas or something. I don't, it was in the desert. Um, he's driving, he's driving um, to this like desert hillside or whatever whatever it was and then you you see vulture coming and then he kind of just stops and he 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 mentioned something about spider-man i don't know why i'm here (laughs) but i think it has to do with spider-man yeah (laughs) something like he's he's saying he's saying spider-man to morbius like morbius is supposed to know who spider-man is because in this universe technically we don't know who spider-man is if Mm -hmm. there even is i'm sure there is a spider-man but we don't know they haven't shown it who that spider-man is 
And then so, he's like, ooh, interesting. He's like, I'm interested. He's like, hey, uh, <laughs> you and I you and I should keep in touch and we could do a lot of good in this city or something like that. Oh. He says the word good. I'm like, wait, are you supposed to be we a villain do some or what? Good. Like, yeah. we should team up. We could do some good. Good what? <laughs> oh, and then let's not get to the fact that... But that was it. It was like three lines. You and I should team up. We should. We, we could do some good. It's like... Why would more? Morbius should be like, why? Yeah, he's like, I'm interested. He's like, why is he interested? I don't understand it. Like, yeah, it was like cool. Michael so Keaton, if give him work. But if they're the planning heck? on doing a Sinister Six, so then it makes like the whole movie useless because then you're saying Morbius is a bad guy. Yeah, and, and also Tombs. Like, Tombs isn't really a a crazy villain. He just was doing stuff, you know, for his family. He did kill. That one dude, but then he was I like, I think he oh, did it by accident. He, he, he did. Yeah. He was and like, then oh, he made okay. a joke about it. Yeah. He's oh, like, Walker. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, killed the, the, you're he the new shocker. shocker now. Yeah. Uh, thing is, he, yeah, like Adrian Toomes did it because it's sort of like an, you know, an F you to Tony Stark and uh, F you to damage control uh, to tell like, hey, like my livelihood, you're going to ruin my livelihood. And so we're going to go and pilfer and steal some stuff. And, you know, that makes me think, because if he comes in with almost the same exact yeah. suit. How does he have the armor? Is there another tailor? It, it was made out of Again? Chitauri tech from that universe. <laughs> or no, it's another tinkerer. He's just like, hey, I remember all the blueprints from the back of my mind 100%. So, hey, Mr. Tinkerer, uh, some palm to replay and make my other <laughs> freaking vulture flight suit. <laughs> Which, let's get into another nah, nah, example nah, nah, nah. of awful ADR. Yeah. Um, they purposely had uh, the vultures mask on, so you don't even see Michael Keaton. So Michael Keaton probably came in for two hours to in record like those studio. three lines, and and the lines sounded really off, like really bad. There was like a bad echo effect. It, yeah, like it sounded not, older. It was it was weird. It was it was not mixed well with the turbines of his suit, and like at this point, I'm like, did Michael like? Mike and Morbius looks like he's all good. Like, hey, I had my blood for today. Like, I feel there like, are too many questions. This I feel like make Morbius sense. even had a different, like, they, the scene where he was at was probably a different conversation. And then I feel like they threw in. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, I'm sure they did reshoots, even though this movie got delayed almost by two years. Two years. Yeah. And it's like, you spent your Not time as as doing, sure. doing that. It's like, it was, this is crazy. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know how, I just don't know how the movie came out the way it did when it had so much that time. many delays and you had that much time to, yeah. to fix anything. And it's just, again, there are a lot of just decisions made in act three. That's just like, oh, I don't know. I guess we just end the movie here. Like that's <laughs> just that. And the post credit scenes are just, uh, an egregious error. Did we even talk about, the spell no. from Doctor Strange and how that shouldn't have worked the way that right. it worked. Yeah. Because we mentioned him coming, but we didn't mention like the rule. Well, the rule the is that Toomes doesn't know he, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. But he says, I, no, I yeah. think I'm here because I'm here of Spider-Man. Because of this guy, okay, random well, Spider-Man. Yeah, because of the spell, then he yeah, forgets. But the, the but, spell but that's returned everybody about. else to their respective timelines. So why would it take yeah. him from that timeline <laughs> and throw him into another yeah, one. Cause, yeah, because the rule of the spell is, okay, yeah, it brought people that knew Spider-Man into that, into the MCU universe, mm -hmm. but then it's at the then end. Then it kicks him out too. Now, like, yeah, now we're taking this one person and taking him to so the So how does that even work? <laughs> it's just, you know, we, uh, Marvel was like, hey, we're going to use Spider-Man. We're not going to use the Vulture anymore so you Sony people can have him, I guess. Like, that doesn't make sense, which sucks because then 
these next three supposedly Tom Holland films, like who are you going to use for villains? You could have had a cool recurring thing, uh, but then you don't want to use Michael Keaton as a recurring bit. That's like someone like Shocker or... I mean, they still have Scorpion. They could yeah, maybe I was use say Scorpion too. I mean, and then there's the Craven movie coming out, but that's a Sony movie. That's a Sony movie. So what? He's gonna play with Venom, no, Morbius, he's, and yeah, he's and gonna Vulture. join up and and do good. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he's gonna do <laughs> some good. Do some good. Th- that group is Vulture, um, Morbius, Venom, and uh, and Venom's the anti-hero. He's not really a bad guy. So yeah, like, who are you? Good. But the who symbiote are you knows to who be, Spider-Man so is. It's not Sinister now, Six. It's gonna be like. The happy six, the, which then the ties into the, the villain, and the Sinister Six are the good guys. <laughs> that that that's how that should work. That's how like Suicide Squad should have been. Is like, hey, we're Suicide Squad and we're doing our thing. Oh wait, randomly the Joker is going to show up somewhere and do cause havoc, or it's Batman is cause is coming in and like disrupting the plans for them to try to do stuff like that. The was it Assault on Arkham as a as the it was the, the animated, animated movie. movie. That's how that movie played out. It was the Suicide Squad, and, and then Batman good. would show up a couple times, and yeah, it was really good. It was done really, really well. It was pretty good. Um, so yeah, this movie, in and of itself, like Anthony said to me, is really just kind of eh, average. But then when you try to tie it into this Sony Spider Verse that it's, they're trying it, to do, it it's makes a, it even worse. It's a hot mess. Yeah. A big should have been entangled its own web thing. It really just left a bad taste in my mouth because mm-hmm. of that. Just, that's the only thing people end up talking about. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so, should have been its own thing. Probably wouldn't have gotten that much hate. Maybe, the, maybe yeah, we'll see Andrew vitriol. Garfield. Andrew Garfield is going to be in that universe, and he's going to have to fight the the Happy Six. Let's yeah, right the the do gooders. <laughs> the do gooders. Andrew Garfield needs more villains, so why not give him? Six? Exactly. He's like I fought that again. They'll bring back Paul Giamatti, and he'll be a oh, guy in a God. rhino suit. Oh, God. No. Hopefully a better rhino. You're suit. Right, he's he's a metal rhino suit, guys, and and his uh, weirded best friend version of Harry Osborn, Dane <laughs> DeHaan needs to do more stuff. Why not? Ah, all right. Well, Anyways. going from not something that doesn't have a plan to something that definitely has a plan is Moon Knight. What a great first episode, dude! That pilot, <laughs> dude. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I already have that. Engelbert Humperdinck song as my alarm <laughs> clock. Oh my god! I that's that's my new alarm. Every time I wake up, it's it's to that song because it just fit perfectly. And I I don't know how they do that, but Marvel shows and movies just have a way to to give you a good hook of a song. And I don't know who comes up with the hey, let's here's random song that will just fit in. Like uh, even Homecoming, they had a I think it was a Can You Hear Me Knocking by the Rolling Stones. That fit perfectly. Like, oh, cool. We'll start this, and then it went jumped in a couple years later. Uh, they they do it really well, and Moon Knight's no different. Moon Knight was freaking great. They also have the money to get the rights to the songs. Also true. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Disney, for that because <laughs> that we money, that that Mickey money. No, no Disney do- some some Disney dollars up in here. Uh, but yeah, again, from a couple of I think it was last week's episode, I kind of harped all over like man moon knight's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome but now that the first episode's out danny already said it what a pilot i mean i'd love to hear more of your takes on this stuff and what you guys thought talking to me okay sure get it get it zach (laughs) um okay so my 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 memory is a little vague dune dune (laughs) dune (laughs) night 
yeah so my i mean with my first impressions uh i think it was really cool the way that they kind of uh hid what he would transform into by just having it having the character like black out and then the, the scene kind of blacks out and then comes back in it's like something's changed it's like he's like freaking out like oh w- what happened how did I, oh where did this gun come from or, that was <laughs> my favorite part yeah his uh oscar isaac's uh acting is actually really funny and and good that's, that's my boy <laughs> oscar isaac is my boy i love it and, and then, uh, he has this vehicle just to you know no pun intended because the first episode but i love that he has something to go like a platform that he can just really go nuts with so good and then i like that kind of like how you said they were kind of not showing what would happen until like the end until afterwards yeah um i like how you don't hear like oscar isaac's like main voice like actual voice Mm -hmm. until the end yeah um when he's talking to mark um for the first time you're like oh damn mark specter in the mirror gonna get real and even so, like it's coming up earlier, and he's in his apartment, and he sees all like the the hidden you could stuff. Hear it kind of. You just hear him like, "Don't do it, Stephen. Just, just don't do it." And Stephen Grant, poor guy, is just having a time. <laughs> Definitely having a time. He lost um, his contact and all. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my contact. That that whole bit legitimately freaked my sister out. She's like, "What is going on? I'm scared." And like going in, seeing that the the way they brought out. CG Khonshu is awesome because in ancient came out great. Yeah, in ancient Egyptian mythology, uh Khonshu is supposed to have I think the head of a either an eagle or hawk. And um it's it's, it's a bird head. So they done in the comics has made it more like this really like elongated creepy almost like bird skull. And so they like made one of those cool. plague masks. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, like it's reminiscent of like a crow plague mask and uh that is, and it tells you in the credits that that's the voice of F. Murray Abraham, which it was cool because it sounded like you normally hear this gravitas, but it was more like sounded like he was just hella annoyed, which was really funny. <laughs> this guy again. He's like, again? <laughs> yeah, like, what? The idiot's in control. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, the idiot's run, you idiot, run. Oh, man. And, uh, it's cool because then you start seeing a bit of his psyche start to break where like oh sure like you have uh we would, we'll get to him in a second but like um ethan hawk's char- character shows up and uh you know arthur like he's he's like on the bus and he's like is that really him but then him riding the bus is holy crap that giant yeah. creepy I, we he's don't even know what the hell him. that is. Like yeah, he's skull person with a him. crazy moon staff is still following me too. Like what's going on here? And it's like, was that really a dream? Because he he wakes up thinking, oh, that cr- wild stuff was just a dream. Uh, and but there's all these subtle hints of like I think again this is like where it becomes like speculation. But him trying to go to sleep or stay awake with the Rubik's cube and read and do stuff with puzzles. I don't think that's Stephen. That might actually be Mark. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but like it just seemed he was way too focused on just like trying to stay, stay awake, awake when someone's yeah. like, hey, I want to sleep. But maybe Mark's awake trying to keep up to date on some other stuff, which I'm sure we'll get more of that as we go on tonight. Yeah, um, so much more. Like, it's interesting how I mean, it's not really an origin story, but we're seeing it with Steven 
as the origin story almost. Yeah, like, like Steven. He doesn't know. Right? He's he's confused as to what's going yeah, on. He's yeah. he's a personality that's locked away, and he has his own little mini life on purpose, almost as like a foolproof alibi for Mark Spector, which we don't know of. We just know he's some type of badass, and then then yeah. he's gifted with supernatural power. Um, but I think, uh, just the way it started was great where someone's, it looks like they're, they're what they just drink some water. They break the glass, crunch up the glass, put it in a napkin, and then they pour the charge of glass in, in some sandals. That was, that was Ethan. Hawke's yeah. And then, and That's then you Arthur see Harrow, that yeah. Ethan Hawke puts, yeah. His feet in the shoes or the sandals. Very and, carefully. And he, like, yeah. Ooh. And then he walks on the charge of glass. Uh, yeah. I, it, Great way to show <laughs> to show um, the character. I'm interested in Ethan Hawke's character. Think like, about just it. Just to see what... Yeah, exactly. You're, you're 100% right. I'm glad that gives the hook because if some... And he walks with the his cane the mm-hmm. of, with the judgment the, of the, the, the balance. god <laughs> of the the god of the un- not she's Amit is not the underworld but she's basically the, the goddess that uh she's the god that eats your heart if it's uh heavier than a feather when you uh are judged in the afterlife so what's really cool is the the, the cane is two crocodile heads just like the goddess herself if you can you know take a look at it and uh obviously his tattoos uh his tattoo of the scale it's the same thing and they move and but he walks and because he walks on glass, it, obviously it's painful. So every step and every move he does is calculated. It's purposeful. So that gives you an idea of who he is as a person. And I think that's very smart. Um, I think it has some stuff to do with the comics where Arthur Harrow is just like a one-off villain. Where I think he had some stuff about trying to eliminate pain or something. So now they made it so like, oh, I'm in the avatar of Amit. And I'm going to make a... The blue people, right? No, the, the anime. <laughs> So we got <laughs> we got both avatars uh, canon in the MCU now. Yeah. Suck it, Paramount. <laughs> yeah, because Disney owns Fox, so they own James Cameron's the uh, James Cameron's Avatar, but not uh, Nickelodeon. Not the Nickelodeon, not the Nickelodeon one. one. But that, that that was a nice little reference. That was really cool. It's like oh, oh, the anime. Like <laughs> there there were like small little things, like fun details, like the 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 gold <laughs> the, the goldfish. Gold Seller is like, oh, that Nemo movie got everybody wanting a one-finned fish. <laughs> you know a shop that sells the d- disabled fish? Go find that one, too. And then we got some sad moments, too, with him at the steak uh, restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I'll have the best bits. Too, oh, late. too late for the date. Poor guy. Too late. It's, now it's the second guy in the MCU that was late for a date. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he can now hang out with... He ever meet Steve Rogers? He's like, I was also late for a date once. Or this guy Steven was late for a state a date once. <laughs> sure, and then it just visible confusion <laughs> continues. But there were also little things. Um, we mentioned a hot fuss reference. Um, I love the fact that he's kind of venting to a human statue. Yeah, that was that was like that caught me immediately. I was like, dude, it's just like hot fuzz. While while yeah. they were playing Big Pimpin. That big pimpin <laughs> remix. That's a fun fact. That's Anthony's ringtone uh, for some calls. It's just a weird MIDI file of big pimpin because he believes in real ultimate power, which apparently dot com. He, yeah, <laughs> which apparently that's what Moon Knight has. 
because and also Arthur has some other stuff too because that whole fight in the, the chase fight in the museum was something like I thought that was really well done I don't know what you guys thought but I thought it was really yeah. cool and the effects look really cool too with the uh, that demon or not demon but like that dog yeah it was a creature. like a jackal that's yeah. there were jackals in Egypt so like it's this oh, a jackal yeah uh this kind of like a just human jackal demon thing chasing him the whole time he's like if you don't want to be mauled just give me the scarab which but, again that's like our interesting MacGuffin. yeah uh, so he goes into the Swiss town, dude. How disorienting, <laughs> even is not obviously for the character, but how is it for us that we just he wakes up and a broken jaw, b- like a dislocated jaw, just like what the hell? <laughs> and then like I love how he turns hi, and the one guy's like, oh, hey buddy, like just surprised. Oh look, he's alive. And the other dude shows up, dude. What are you doing? And just like they're in German, like telling him what's what's up, and then just what are you doing? And just they start shooting at him, and uh, I love that he's in the town. How you know we see some of the again just short but effective, a quick explanation of just who Arthur Harrow is. Somebody who has has a type of cult following. One guy gets judged to be good. Nice old lady gets judged to be bad. She's like, but I've been good. It's like, yeah, but it'll be something maybe you're going to do. So it's like, yeah, in the almost, future, like, yeah, what? like minority report. Get hit with a minority report. Exactly. Well, how much longer does she have? <laughs> She's like, well, you might as well just 40 more years. Yeah. She was like, maybe it was going to be life for another 10 more. And then what awful atrocity would she commit? Or does she, yeah. you know, like, Oh, I didn't give a dollar to UNICEF, and then that's the judgment. You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the bar for Amit? Obviously, he, he when he's talking to Stephen in the museum, he's like, "Oh, all the Pol Pots and the Hitlers and all the terrible things could have been stopped." It's like, okay, cool. That's one extreme. Where's the bar start? Yeah. He's pretty mum on that, as you saw. Everybody's just rolling out like, yeah, we we praise uh, Amit and praise Arthur Harrow. So. We'll wait for him to kill a couple more people and we'll find out a little bit better. Maybe <laughs> to see how mundane it gets. But so, so are we staying up till three in the morning? No. Big no. Apple. To watch <laughs> 3 a.m. To watch uh, episode two? I'll watch it in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it in the like morning 11, too. 11, 11, 30 for me. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it ahead of time and then I'll watch it again at night because I'm a dork like that. Um, I loved the like uh, the final like uh, speech yep. that Mark has with Steven. Like, dude, you gotta let me in. Like, you gotta let me in. Don't don't ask I'm questions. Save us. Yeah, and then we just get the whole every just the the how the tables have turned or how the, the turntables. Yeah, you see the the creature like the jackals and me like, oh life, no, like, what is get this? Me out of here. And then just no, you go in nowhere <laughs> for three minutes. That wasn't three minutes. That was like, like three, seconds. three seconds. Three seconds of getting decked in the face, and then we get that that great shot reveal of the mask and his the whole costume. suit. And then and even the ending, which hopefully are, uh, the end credits, which you know is very similar to what we got for Hawkeye, um, and a little. I mean, because WandaVision was separate, it was cool. We got all the cool stuff in the beginning, but they got the, some great. Um, credit like artwork type imagery oh yeah the way they show off oscar isaac through like the different chunks of his face as like yeah. one it's the phase of the moon and two the fact that he has different personalities built in they you are know, just being s- segregated in his brain is just awesome uh you see like the temple of Khonshu, and you see the actual like egyptian representation of what the god is in the statues too yeah. Um, which I think hopefully we get more of the CG Conchu around there at the same time. And uh, we're getting just 
revealing more and more and i just and then the music you know we we're nerds about the music like the, the music at the end of like the whole credit sequence is like hella epic right very intense yeah it's i don't really remember intense. it but like, it has I gotta watch it, again. it has that theme of like egyptian and like but still like it's it's like it's heroic like but superhero with supernatural yeah yeah there's a cool mix of like this is something cool but also you know a bit more mystical so it's not as like trippy as dr strange but it's like almost bi- like you know old testament biblical style just like hey yeah. we're dealing with hella established <laughs> uh wild myth and stuff um and then you know we talk about all this stuff how going on in the, in the town but his whole like not giving away the scarab thing how he's subconsciously like uh that that whole bit of character of like body acting was really fun yeah um we talked a little bit about the flashing in and out between steven and obviously mark putting in the work yeah uh you know it's great because that's how marvel's that's marvel's way of showing off a bit of the brutality of what this character is going to do but it show it like showed without going really in depth you're like oh man he murked these people dead when you first see him wake up and having just blood all over his hands you see the bodies around yeah him. and the bodies on the floor you're like oh this <laughs> like, is how this oh, show's gonna like be this. and then you see the rest of the town just like like what you see like <laughs> arthur's still looking like what the hell is is up with this guy and even that's why like they try to he d- does tries to do his judgment power on him and at the end it's like no there's chaos in you i don't know like what is this like it's like the perfect counter like who am i judging in there chaos. Steven? yeah and he's then- here to kill chaos I think when he's driving, there's one where he blacks out and happens I mean, he gets twice, the gun, I think, he starts shooting while he's driving. Like, yeah, while he's driving. Yeah, and the both people show up and yeah. he had the gun. I love it. He's, he throws away he the, throws gun. the gun. Conchu's like, he threw the gun. <laughs> Who is this guy? And then, and then he blacks out again. Now he's like, he's going backwards. It's like, what is going on? It's, it was great. And he's like, truck. Look at the truck. Truck, trucks, truck. Like it's, That was the one scene that I thought the effects were kind of... Uh. Oh, when oh, the guy like the jumped? Logs. N- well, the logs. Well, yeah. Him moving around the truck with the logs and then the logs themselves. Yeah. The, kind the, of, the one that was noticeable for me, if we're going to knock it, is uh, when the guy jumped from the car into the back of the cupcake truck. Mm-hmm. That looks a little very green screen. Like, mm. I'm just on a green screen thing and I'm jumping. But, uh, man, I'm hella hyped. I yeah. want to see more what the hell's going cool. on. very cool. It's How many episodes? Six. Six, six total? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Overall, this one, um, a good great acting. first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just very excited to see what's next. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. Super And exciting. some like teaser spots show some cool, interesting bits. Oh, yeah. Like so. I, the whole bit of Mr. Knight is going to be really cool to see. Like I want to know. That, yeah. I want to know uh, more about that. I want to see the see. scene where he where he does a little Disney Plus. The Disney uh, jump. <laughs> the I'm Disney pretty sure Plus we jump. get that now because that's at night. He's yeah. jumping around it, the city. It might be right after this. And every episode, I think, gets longer, Ooh. if I'm not mistaken. Every episode is, at least from the first four that everybody got from the screeners, is like every episode was longer than the first. So we in there, guys. Let's and have some know fun. probably or is four that, is going to be where it starts to get crazy. But that just means they're going to add more to the credits? Because some of these shows have really long credits. Uh, I don't think so. Like Hawkeye was had. I loved Hawkeye's end credits scene because the David Aja artwork. But I don't but, think you but had no, a there, lot of this. There are those credits that are still part of the show. 
and then there's oh, on the, the black all screen the dubbing black and then, screen it, credits and then it's like another 12 minutes of credits it's crazy yeah. in every language yeah, yeah. here's the Turkish country. one here's the Armenian one and they here's add the Mongolian that, one they add that to the time of the show so you think you're watching a 45 minute episode but it's you're really watching 38 yeah 32 yeah. probably <laughs> maybe but no it's confirmed they'll, they'll be longer like each one each one is longer nice so we're excited about that that's for sure um, we got that holding us over until Doctor Strange, which as of this recording is going to be in about a month. Yep. They I released the, the, um, the runtime for it. Shorter than I thought, yep. right? But, you know. What's that runtime again? Two, two hours and like two six minutes. minutes six minutes. Mm-hmm. Two hours and six minutes. We were speculating two and a half. Like, yeah. But, but to, you know, if they half. figured out a way to cut out stuff that wasn't needed, make it more concise and... Straight to the point. I believe in good Sam action. Raimi. I believe uh, in the Lamia. It could be great. Why not? Yeah. No. I mean, it doesn't. The, the hype's there. A, a great movie doesn't mean it's two hours and a half or longer. Yeah, the hype but. is there. Which also, before we wrap this episode up, there's also hype for because we uh, for Thor: Love and Thunder because yep. the press tour is starting up as of this recording without a trailer. Without a trailer, <laughs> go nuts. So. I'm. Might be next week. That's my opinion. Prediction. What if they put it in front of Sonic? That'd be hella smart. <laughs> but why not? But why? But why weird. not? Because a lot of people are gonna go watch Sonic for sure. Yeah, a lot. I oh, so. what's the next? Well, what's the next Disney movie coming in, out? Mm, Other than Doctor Strange, Lightyear. That's past Doctor Strange. Oh, pa- yeah, it's past. Beforehand, I don't think anything else. Well, I was gonna say in front of Fantastic Beasts. But probably not. WB. I mean, to just cut the cut the wind from WB sales again. Maybe. Maybe. Um, like, I think they'll probably release it like in the middle of the week or like a Monday, Tuesday when mm-hmm. they release trailers. Yeah. But maybe either next week or if not, God, maybe the week after. Yeah, I feel like, like it's getting close. Yeah, next it's Friday, pretty, pretty weird that they haven't shown anything. Yeah. I think I even Tyco's like we're still doing stuff on it, and like I guess like yeah, but you can still make a trailer. Who? Or like, just you like could a little, little thirty second teaser. Don't even show me gore. Like, I mean, I don't he's even, not even I, the one working on a trailer. They, I don't. I don't even need that to, out to see other people. Uh, Christian Bale's the villain or uh, Russell Crowe's Zeus. Like we don't need any of that. Which hey, we talked about. There's now that there has to be a whole like pantheon of gods because of Moon Knight. But who knows, guys? Hopefully, we'll get to come back and the news of yo the trailer dropped and we're just yep. gonna talk about that trailer for eighteen hours. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but maybe not. Uh, so, you know, with that, we'll see that hopefully, um, in the coming weeks, we for sure are going to be watching Sonic, uh, this weekend. So next week you're going to get our impressions, uh, as, uh, at least I can speak for two of us in here who grew up playing, especially Sonic one, two Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic adventure, chaotix, uh, adventure two, uh, Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine, (laughs) Yeah, I played that one. That was fun. Uh, yeah, Sonic Pinball. I, I like Sonic. I remember the pinball. Oh, the pinball one. Yeah, that was fun. 3D Blast. Oh, yeah, 3D Blast. 3D Blast was really good. Uh, and then some of the more recent ones were were games. <laughs> were <laughs> were games. games. But, hey, um, it shows that if you can do it right, you celebrate the IP. A little bit of jokey. A little bit of good. Uh, put some detail and quality. Maybe a little bit of online bullying to an animation studio. You got something good. So we'll see. We'll see you there, guys. Uh, With that, we're going to close it out for this session. 
Thank you so much for everybody tuning in, watching, listening, medium of choice. Uh, we are starting to play with the video. If you haven't noticed it beforehand, please follow us on Instagram, uh, Popcorn Watchlist. We also have our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Popcorn Watchlist. Hit a like and subscribe and follow us again for next week's episode. Thank you so very much. You all have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Until next time.